Welcome to the Drink Local podcast. I believe this is episode 21. I'm not sure, so, but I think that we have now become old enough to drink. Yeah, baby. And if you don't know who we are, I'm <laughs> William, and this is... Misa. We are avid, longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We are not industry insiders. We aren't Cicerones, and as you guys know, we are not brewers. Definitely not brewers. <laughs> <laughs> what we are is we're people just like you. We're just people who really, really love craft beer. And beer in general. You know, I'm not going to yeah. limit it. <laughs> you know, although, you know, I did see the other night. I saw this really cool guy on a motorcycle. Uh-huh. And he was coming out of the liquor store. Uh-huh. And he had a, uh, like an 18-pack. I don't know how many they sell in the packs. Oh, of. like those big boxes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Of, of, of Coors. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, don't do that. On a motorcycle? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, he's like, carry he, like that. he 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 had like a net that he oh. like you know tied it to the back, you know. Wow. Um, yeah. Could have got a jug of water. Yeah, could have got a, a four pack of something delicious. True. It's, I mean, I don't know. You know, I just feel like you know so much, like those kinds of beers, like you just ask them to get bloated up, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it it really is not bang for your buck. It is not bang for your buck. Yeah. I I do like that idiom. You know, uh-huh. it's really funny. You get more bang for your buck. Where did that come from? You know what? I don't want to look it up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but you know, we've been drinking craft beer for over fifteen years. During that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's tourism, our culinary preferences, or the types of activities that we do for fun. Craft beer always plays a role. So with that said, today we are doing the Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving, Uh post Thanksgiving Uh episode Uh of the Drink Local podcast. Yep. All right. And we are going to be talking a bit about, you know, all things Thanksgiving, how we experience Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. some of the uh, thoughts that we have you know, revolving around Thanksgiving, as you know, Misa is not an American. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's it's, it's something that you want to say with pride at, at, at this point. In right, the, uh, right. But I'm just, part. you know, yeah, uh, the government's yeah. listening. So. <laughs> the government's listening? At all times, yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, they, they do seem to be drunk. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they care about yeah. me, but, you know. I mean, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some things. Yeah. And... We're going to be drinking some beers that mm-hmm. I think fit within the spirit mm-hmm. of how we like to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, which, and especially, I feel like, this year, how it happened this year for us. Yeah. yeah. So they're collaboration beers. Mm-hmm. All of these beers that we're drinking today mm-hmm. are collaboration beers. Yep. We've been sitting on them for a long time. Yeah. We've been wanting to drink these beers, but we just haven't had the opportunity. There have been so many other things that were relevant. Yeah, like super, no, the world's earliest uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Had to do all that, you know, so we've been, we've just been sitting on beers. Yeah, totally, you Mm -hmm. know, Uh, just like the motorcycle guy. Um, Yeah. So, you want to open it up and then tell us about the beers? Yep. All right, let's do it. Oh. Sounded good. Pretty good. Oh. Oh. 
trying to get that beer sound in for you. I can but hear it just, fizzing. I can hear the yeah, it, fizzing. It, it, the way I poured it to make a sound also creates more foam. Right, totally. <laughs> so I don't have to pour it like that, but you know, you just want to hear a nice little pour sound. <laughs> That's all. What are we drinking? All right. So we got three collaboration beers, and they're all interesting. And uh, the collaboration, you know, they're all kind of like different uh, approaches to it, mm. I think. And so this first one is called Love Fights Back. Mm. And it's a guava mango blonde ale. Mm. And the collaboration is between Norwalk Brewhouse, Eagle Rock Brewery, and Tumex. Tumex? What is Tumex? Tumex is a hip-hop artist. Mm. Uh, local to LA. Um, and I think... So he's uh, Latino, Tumex. And, well, I would certainly hope so. <laughs> and Norwalk Brewhouse is also, uh, like, uh, what does it say on... If you go to their website, it says Latina-owned, independently brewed. May I cheers you? Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. So that's a, mm. so William is drinking the the Love Fights Back. It's fantastic, of course. Very good. You know the flavors once again are guava and mango. It's a blonde ale. Can I taste it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, the color is like really like it's very clear, mm -hmm. clear blonde. But it kind of hits like um, mm. a tart. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it a, doesn't like a like a goes like something. Yeah, like, like it doesn't flavor wise. It like taste wise, it's not tart to your like tongue. Mm -hmm. But just the um, where the guava mango comes off is not because I thought it might be more like sweet. But it's actually kind of like dry. Mm. Yeah, you know what I dry. mean? It's not. It's not really like the sweet, uh, fruity taste. It has like a really nice guava mango fragrance. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's good. It's it's definitely. Yeah, it's a really good beer. It's really good. It's and not what I expected, and I like it. It is. You know, uh, I tend. I'm someone who I love collaboration beers. Mm -hmm. If I see beers that you know are collaborations mm -hmm. it's very likely i'll buy it but this mm -hmm. one in particular mm -hmm. like the can is just so sick yeah and i also love eagle rock brewery yeah so yeah we've had several i think eagle rock breweries yeah, to done, this we've done a few on the mm -hmm. podcast too um i want to read the back of the can okay yeah yeah it says our inspiration for this collaborative project is rooted in the movement for social justice mm -hmm. Uh-oh. So if you don't like social justice, <laughs> oh man, guess what? This beer is about that. If you wanted to keep politics out of your beer, oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah, because if you bought this beer, you already donated uh, because uh, the, I don't know if it's portion or all, but like proceeds go to support the LA-based nonprofit Urban Peace Institute. So 
I mean, I am a proud SJW. You know, I am a social justice warrior. I mean, why wouldn't I be? Because the alternative is to be a social injustice warrior. Which is no, just not be a warrior. Some people are just maintaining uh, just ma- the ma- status quo and just quo, not really which uh, is fighting. Not a political, which is very political. It is. It is the status quo mm-hmm. in any society is enforced by violence. Mm-hmm. Now, anyway. <laughs> Um, I know, I went hard already. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, let's read the back of this can. Um, And in finding ways to make the community that we live in and love more equitable, more just, better. I love it. Mm -hmm. We've unified our creative forces to create a beer and a song Yep. Both focused on the idea of utilizing love as a vehicle for change. Mm-hmm. Use the QR code yep. below to listen as you sit. Yeah. S- s- is that- and get yourself inspired too. Let me just finish the... Mm-hmm. Uh, Go ahead. Next, Go ahead. The, it's a little bit long. Mm-hmm. Because it's important to focus on our local community, we've collectively chosen to contribute profits from this project to the Urban Peace Institute. We believe in the mission they've embarked on and that it will catalyze the important changes that must come to make our community a better place for all equally. When all else fails, love fights back. When ignorance prevails, love fights back. Man, Mm -hmm. I really love what they're doing here. I had no idea about the QR code. I never even read it. And now I do see the QR code. Yeah, it's it's kind of small. Yeah, it's small it's very never, small yeah, and it's, it's uh it's circular. like yeah, but I uh read it uh on my phone. So so when you um read the QR code, it brings you to this website that has uh the song called Let's Take a Walk. We'll take a picture of it so that uh we can make sure and get that to you guys. What the QR code? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, or, or I can link it. Yeah, or, yeah. We'll because I, the picture, I it might just it because might it's be so tiny, yeah, it's tiny. I don't know if that's gonna work. Um, and then uh, so there's three. So there's the let's take a walk, the song, and then there's the story behind the collaboration, part one and part two, and they're both audio things. So I guess it's like a sh- like a little uh podcast type thing. There, each one is like under fifteen minutes. So yeah, so the QR code takes you to that. So, you know, I'll put the link so you we, you can like listen to the story behind the collaboration, but um but I guess Love Fights Back even though that's not the song that's uh in the QR code, I guess it it's a song by Tumex. Mm. So I maybe that might just be a song that already had existed. Yeah, so Norwalk Brew house, I hadn't really heard of it, but I guess they opened like, like October last year, so they're new. Oh, I see. They're fairly new. Yeah, yeah, and I guess they were so the founder of Norwalk Brew House, Ray Ricky Rivera. Three um, hours. Yep. Was he said real recognized real. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's cool. You know, during this this whole unrest, like George Floyd and all this stuff going on. Uh, earlier this year, it says he kept asking, what can I do? And then he shared his thoughts uh, with the founders of 
Eagle Rock Brewing, and they were like, we were thinking the same thing, and then so then they Amazing. decided to collaborate. Amazing. But I mean, we can listen to the you know uh, thing yeah, later because I'm just reading an article, but. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna check out the song at our mm -hmm. own time, and we would encourage you to as well. It sounds mm -hmm. really cool, mm -hmm. you know. And I love, you know, when things that we like mm -hmm. uh, collaborate with artists to mm -hmm. create art. And I also like when there is a, I guess I would call it a multi-sensational experience, right? To things that yeah. I consume. Mm -hmm. So when you combine it with a song or, yeah, you, know, no, it's or, cool, or but... you know, art display, mm -hmm. things of that nature, mm -hmm. you know, it just magnifies the experience. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and on top of that, the beer is fucking solid. Yeah. You know, it's really good. Yeah. So everything about this one, we're really impressed by. We're really impressed by. So thank you to Eagle Rock Brewery, mm -hmm. Norwalk Brewhouse, and Tumex. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. This and is the beer really cool. is really good. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, uh, what is this? 5%. And it's, it just, it, it's one of those things that it kind of really makes you want to keep going back. Yeah. To take another sip. It's I really didn't good. know anything about that when yeah. I bought the beer. Yeah. I just like the can, yeah. and I was looking for collaboration beers, right. but I'm really glad that we got the chance to learn about this beer together with you guys. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. cool. Okay, um, so next this one. next one is a collaboration between Alesmith, which we also have had on the pod, um, and, and Weathered Souls Brewing Company, and it is called Diego Antonio, West Coast Style India Pale Ale Brewed with Citra and Nelson hops. Sounds amazing. 7.7 .7 alcohol. So, so I, so this one is, uh, I guess, Ailsmith. It's their 25th anniversary or something. They've been, they've been like around wow, for a Elsmith's while. Been around for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, Weathered Souls, we actually mentioned them previously because they're a brewery in San Antonio, and they kind of the reason we talked about them was because they're the ones who started the uh, Black is Beautiful. Black is Beautiful beers. Yeah, which I don't think that we've had that beer on the podcast. Yet. Not by them. Yeah, but we've we, we had we, we like drank the beer. I don't know if we drank. Did we drink one on the podcast? I thought I'm not we did. Sure. We can check later, but we still have <laughs> another one. So oh, okay. That's why I'm assuming that we didn't. Oh, I see. I see. Because we, we got a couple from a couple different breweries. Yeah, and so the name, uh, Diego Antonio, if the artwork on the can is two... Trappist monks. Trap... But like yeah, one like, is like a Trappist monk, and I don't know, it's, like, it's one like a, a missionary from like a, a mission, like a, like a San Diego mission? Right. That's what I'm assuming? Well, yeah, so they're both, I guess, uh, patron saints, mm. Diego and Antonio. Mm. Oh, and, and because San, San, San Diego, Diego San and San Antonio, San Antonio. yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, and I guess uh, the mm. that's 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 a dank beer. That's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and the and uh, the Weathered Souls Brewing co-founder is actually from Sacramento. I guess. Oh, I had no idea. Mm -hmm, wow, mm -hmm. interesting. I guess L. Smith and Weathered Souls did two collaborations, and one is this West Coast, and another one is a stout. You know, one thing... Did you see it, or no? You didn't see the stout? I did not see the stout, no. no. When I saw this, I just saw that one. Mm -hmm. If I saw it, I would have picked it up. Mm -hmm. 
But, you know, with Weathered Souls, Crowns and Hops, oh, so good. on, mm -hmm. I'm really surprised, pleasantly surprised. Like, one of the bright points of 2020 was being able to finally drink mm -hmm. fantastic beer mm -hmm. brewed by Black-owned businesses. I've never, you know, I never even considered that. Right. It was not something that was part of my imagination, you know? I mean, it's something that I have fantasized about doing mm -hmm. someday mm -hmm. in some capacity, but it wasn't something that, you know, like I considered. But I've learned so much about Black Beer in 2020, mm -hmm. and I'm really, you know, I'm always happy to promote these beers and also just to talk about them because they're always really good. They're yeah, always, yeah. They're, they're always really good. Yeah, so on the can, the two uh, patron saints are like squatting and like, you know. Yeah, like like a like a uh, like a like the uh, half hug, the black man handshake. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. The hood handshake. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, so I guess it, the 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 reason for the collaboration in this case was for the twenty fifth anniversary of l smith i see it's yeah. bomb yeah. yeah i mean i really love this can art too i know like, it's really fantastic can <laughs> art and, and, and like you could see the city like cityscape like the uh, silhouette of the each of the cityscape in the background too which is awesome both weathered souls and l smith mm -hmm. have such cool ass names too yeah for breweries yeah like it's badass but yeah so there's also some writing on the back of this can but I'm not going to read it because <laughs> the other one was too long and we got to keep it moving. Yep. But uh, just please believe the beer's delicious. It's a dank West Coast IPA mm -hmm. yeah, and you good. know we love that at Drink mm -hmm. Local because mm -hmm. I mean that's where we're from, dog. Yep. Last beer. Okay, so this last one is called Beach Retreat. Beach uh, Retreat. Beach Retreat IPA collaboration between Pizza Port, Pizza Port Brewing, and Beachwood Brewing. Ooh, those are two really strong breweries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Pizza Port is uh, in San Diego, and, uh, oh, Carlsbad, I guess. Mm -hmm. And Beachwood is Long Beach. I mean, they have multiple locations, but on the can it says Beer Buddies Project. So. So these guys, like they, they, I feel like they, I don't know if they've collaborated before, but they, you know, are yeah, yeah, more closer like, in yeah, their kind of familial, buddies. I feel yeah. like, you know, and you know, now the thing about Pizza Port uh -huh. uh, and Beachwood mm -hmm. is that they are both violators of one of my rules oh. of business. What? Okay. And I don't mind it. Now. Focus on your beer, not, not, and try, don't make food. No, 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 no. But in general, like, I don't like mm -hmm. when places mm -hmm. are called something mm -hmm. or center around something mm -hmm. that might not necessarily be what they're majorly known for. Now, mm -hmm. Pizza Port, of course, they make pizza. Right. They're pizza parlors and breweries, yeah. you know. And the pizza is delicious. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, they have, like, you know, kind of like a, it's like a, a grown Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it you, you has know. like a very like nostalgic feel. Yeah. The way their pizza uh, spot setup is. You want to go there? You want to play Kabbalah's Big Game Hunter or whatever it's called? <laughs> you want to shoot some 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 deer 
Right, and and they have like these like long tables yeah. that you just gonna sit on, like you know. Yeah, um, you can do that now. But the rule that I have mm-hmm. is like, is, yeah, like I don't like when places are like named after something else, mm-hmm. but are known for another thing. Mm-hmm. So like Beachwood Barbecue, mm-hmm. you know, is which they make really good barbecue. So yeah. maybe it's not even a violation of the rule, but they're known for their beer. But when I think of this, I think it's just like they they at least is like. The barbecue portion is called Beachwood Barbecue, and the, the beer is Beachwood Brewing. Whereas Pizza Port is just like Pizza Port. Right. Is already like wait, there's Pizza Port, right. Pizza in the name, but it's Pizza Port Brewing. Right. Yeah. Right. But like, I think a lot about uh, Shake Shack, mm-hmm. which I don't like Shake Shack, mm-hmm. but a lot of people like Shake Shack mm-hmm. for their burgers, but. I don't like mm. the fact that I can't be like you have the best burgers mm-hmm. if what you're advertising is your shakes. Is that what the shake in Shake Shack is? Yeah, yeah. They they they, they also have milkshakes. But isn't that it? It's weird to advertise shakes because first of all, not too many places are like we do shakes, and that's it. Dairy Queen. Is that what they do? Yeah. They do ice cream, and but they also, I mean, they, they, they do burgers, you know? They uh, do? Yeah, absolutely. Dairy Queen is like a McDonald's, dude. They don't really have them that much around here. I think yeah. there's one around I this mean, area, but... You're not going to catch me in a Dairy Queen. <laughs> I'm not judging. I am judging. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like, you know, they're so good at what they do. Yeah. That, and the names are actually cool, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm just fucking around when I say they're violators. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, like, I don't mind that, like, they, they break one of my rules, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm really a fan of all of these breweries. Mm. But, to be clear, both Pizza Port and Beachwood, mm-hmm. they go way back with us. Right. You know, because they've been around yeah. for a long time. They are, you know, I would say Beachwood in the uh, in the greater Los Angeles area uh-huh. is like one of the OGs. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they've been doing this for the longest time. Mm-hmm. They've been known for making really good beer back when we were basically a desert mm-hmm. for really good beer before we had a lot of really good breweries. Right, right, right. Yeah, because, you know, they... They're in Long Beach. They're in Long Beach. I think that you said that they closed like one of their locations. They did. They had a Seal Beach location. Seal Beach, and I yeah. I believe that closed. Right. But like even Long Beach is like, it, you know, it's like not that close to us. But so, but we would trek over there. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and they especially have like good IPAs, you I'm know. taste it. It's good. And this this is an IPA, you know. Um, mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They never slip. They never yep, slip. That's good. You know, all three beers are fucking solid yeah. and delicious. Absolutely. Yep. And once again, you know, the can art, just inspired. Really good. Mm-hmm. Surfers mm-hmm. on the beach. Yep. Really thick borders, thick lines. Just absolutely. Yeah. It, that... Is like I mean, if you've been to Pizza Port and Beachwood, you you know it's like it makes sense. Yeah, like, I mean, I think it leans I mean, more, it's called Beach more Pizza Port aesthetic. 
aesthetic opinion. wise yeah 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 but like you know just like the surfing yeah. like I mean, that's something, you know um because i think it says it's brewed in uh by pizza port at the bottom brewed and can yeah brewed and can by pizza port yeah yeah in carlsbad mm -hmm. so yeah that's really cool so these are the beers that we're drinking today we're going to continue to enjoy them yes throughout the rest of the podcast yep but now we're going to get into our main topics mm -hmm. which of course, are talking about Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. We, you know, obviously most people were hunkering down. Yeah. Social distancing. Right. During Thanksgiving. Yeah. We did that, but we had a really good Thanksgiving. And honestly, really did. this might have been one of the best yeah. uh, that we've ever had. Yeah. What we did was we did a no pressure drop in drop out mm -hmm. thanksgiving zoom because yep. zoom was allowing it to be open all day on yes. thanksgiving right in order to help people mm -hmm. to you know stay home but also still have communal experience yeah so we sent it to a bunch of people and told them you also can send it to whoever you want to send it mm -hmm. so we opened it up at 9 a.m our time yeah and throughout the day mm -hmm. We had people from all over the world. The world, yeah, not all even just over the, the country. World. <laughs> all over the world. Yeah. They were dropping Across in time to zones. our Zoom. Mm -hmm. Family, friends, mm -hmm. people we didn't know. It well, was, somebody knew them. Yeah, somebody knew them. <laughs> like, we not, didn't know yeah, them. No, yeah, the two of us didn't we necessarily. We were hosting it. Yeah. We didn't know them. Yeah, yeah. And it kicked ass. Yeah. And we had, you know, we had really good food mm -hmm. you know we had our thanksgiving meals what we did was we actually so i live about three miles mm -hmm. from my parents yeah so what we did was uh we prepared some food they prepared some food uh -huh. and then we did like one of those uh drop-offs like uh <laughs> in like like uh like in the wild west or like, in, like, a, in, like it a, wasn't quite like that or, like because... a space western uh, this is how I imagine it. I'm sure it was not like that. No, nah, yeah. In my imagination, we were like, all right, drop the merchandise in the middle and then <laughs> step away from it. And then you get it. And then yeah. and you make the deal. Yeah, you know, you yeah. You make the exchange. Yeah, so we made the exchange of the food. So then we were essentially eating the same menu, but each at our own right. houses. Right, um, right. When we were eating, actually, I don't think anybody else was on. So, like, it was just us and your parents on the Zoom. And we were just, like, eating. Be yeah. like, mm, this is delicious or whatever. Oh, you made a really good whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So, that was nice. That alone is an interesting experience of eating the same meal at the same time in a different place. Mm -hmm. And then being virtually connected and mm -hmm. talking about it was is it was kind of like a, a surreal, very 2020 type of experience. Yeah, yeah, you know? most certainly. Um, but throughout the day, it was kind of like the people from the East Coast were... Right. Started kind of coming on earlier. Yeah. Because a lot of your family... Yeah, a lot of my family started showing up. Yeah, live on the East Coast. Yeah, or live, you know, like, east of us. Like, they might right, live in, like, in the Arkansas South. Yeah. or Texas or something, yeah. you know. So we had... People dropping in. Mm -hmm. We had we had her family. Mm -hmm. We had her parents dropping in from Atlanta, mm -hmm. which was really nice. Mm -hmm. We had uh, her 
brother uh-huh. and his children and his wife, they all... No, they didn't. No, it was just oh, my no, no, brother no, no. It was your brother and, and one of my nieces. Your niece, yeah. yeah. My uh. niece. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was, for them, it was like... It was morning. It was like 6.30 a.m. Yeah, or something. <laughs> it, was, it was before school. So yeah, like, yeah, I mean, because it's, you know, I mean, obviously yeah. Thanksgiving is an American holiday. So, I mean, they, they totally have, it's just a regular old, I think it, for them, it was Friday. Um, yeah, so my them. niece, she had a seifuku on, yeah, and it was super cute because it's it, my it's, favorite. It's a uniform. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah. I mean, you can be like seifuku, but people are gonna be like, "What are is you?" Is it not about? called a seifuku? It is, but unless you're an otaku, you don't know what the hell a seifuku is. Are we not all otakus? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> some sort of. Am I not? Am I not amongst friends? You are. You are. But oh. <laughs> I just want to okay. you know, clarify uh, okay. for people who may not yeah. know. A seifuku is like the uh, school sailor style uniform. No, not necessarily. Just a uniform. Any sort of uniform is seifuku. Are you serious? Yeah. What's the say? Huh? It's not short for sailor. No. All this That's time. That's seirafuku. Seirafuku uh-huh. and seifuku uh-huh. are two different things. Yeah, seifuku is My a uniform. Is it could be a police uniform. It could be. A, I had no idea. Any sort of uniform. No, I had no idea about that. Yes. Wow. Uh, I had no idea. Wow. There yeah. you go. Maybe I'm not as big of an otaku as you thought. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So anyway, though, but like it's my favorite one because it was a. Uh, it's, it's all navy. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. the. All it was navy. the winter version. That's yeah. why it was dark. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, she she's like in elementary school, but she's going to like a private school, and that's yeah. why she has that yeah. uniform. Yeah. And uh, you know, so we hung out with them, and then well, later on, her sister from Japan mm-hmm. dropped mm-hmm. in before she had to go to work. Yeah. And her, uh, her sister's husband, mm-hmm. who actually is in Toronto, Canada, mm-hmm. he works there. Yeah. He dropped in mm-hmm. too. Right. So we had this big thing going on. You know, my uncle from Victorville, California, mm-hmm. he dropped in, so on. We had so many people. Mm-hmm. My uh, brother-in-law mm-hmm. dropped in real quick, mm-hmm. you know, but he has a huge Brazilian family. <laughs> yeah, it was like and a whole... Yeah. yeah. If anybody listening has a Brazilian family, you already know. Like, your family's in your chest. <laughs> like, everyone's there. Everyone's all, Everyone's always there. Like, yeah. if you uh, marry into a Brazilian family... Mm-hmm. You married the family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's, that, all there. that's what it is. Yeah. It's communal. So it was just like, hi. And then, like, yeah. they were all like, hi. And then that was like, that so was. the same thing yeah. he has said for the past <laughs> 20, 25 years that he's been married, which is, hi, I'm super overwhelmed. Goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's I over here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it was really, and we had like a few of our friends. Our friends dropped mm-hmm. in. We had yeah, we had some friends that we've known for years. Mm-hmm. We've had friends that we just made this year mm-hmm. drop in, mm-hmm. and it was just it a was awesome. beautiful. It was a beautiful experience, mm-hmm. and it was all surprises. You know, yeah, and like the amazing thing about it was like you know because we didn't say hey we were just like it's gonna start at nine and we'll keep it on for as long as like you know people are dropping in and so nobody was telling us oh well i think my sister was like like uh oh i'm thinking of dropping in in like 30 minutes or something like that but yeah most people but like most people just did it yeah. you know um and it just worked out the people who happened to drop in at the same time like even if they necessarily didn't know each other, it was always a cohesive was, group. Right, it was like it like made sense. It was like, oh, it's like our 
beer friends. Yeah, right. You know, all in one or whatever. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, family, family. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it, it just worked out like amazingly. And, and the best part, you eat all that food. Yeah, and you're already home. Exactly. You don't have to perform. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to be on. Right. To do anything. Yeah. You can just take a nap, and I'm like, dude. No, you totally took a nap. I took a nap in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And I came back, and, yeah. I was, and I was back to the party. Yeah. And I was like, dude, why would I ever not do it like this? Like, <laughs> I don't, like, uh, yeah. can I go back? Right. Like, I don't know if I can, you right. know? I like, mean, yeah, like, not, not that we uh, always had, like, huge, crazy Thanksgiving. Right. Things it's you know pretty much usually been like with your parents and us, but yeah no it's it was it was awesome because like we had it on and but I w- we you know we weren't on screen the whole time and right. I would like have it muted yeah. if somebody else is just like talking amongst themselves or whatever you know and so it was just it was good and so but it would be on so whenever somebody came on I could see who came on and you know make sure that they weren't just like hey, hello is anybody here you know yeah. <laughs> luckily yeah like you know um jeffrey tubin did not show up luckily oh my god <laughs> not welcome <laughs> but we did have jerk chicken we did uh, <laughs> we did my, it just reminded me of that <laughs> um we you know normally we have a jerk turkey well, for the past couple of years we've had, mm-hmm. we've done plenty of different kinds of turkeys. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving turkey. I love turkey in general. I'm a turkey sandwich guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, that, is that a weird thing to say? A Just turkey sandwich guy? I'm a turkey guy? sandwich guy. But I think that I'm pretty sure, like, if I was on Tinder, uh-huh. I would not have that in my bio. I'm a turkey sandwich guy. Oh, you wouldn't. Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I thought, yeah, I would. I don't know, you know? I, I think mean, it would depend. Maybe, maybe I was on Tinder with, a, with an E. Like, if I was on t- Tinder Greens. Yeah. Maybe. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, all these jokes are getting really stupid. So let's <laughs> let's keep let's keep it moving. Um, but yeah, like it was just, you know, I highly recommend. You know, if you want to do something like this for like Christmas mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, I highly recommend it because a lot of people were traveling, and yeah. I mean, I, like, for me, even before. Right. The situation we're in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveling, doing Thanksgiving. I traveled, I would get sick. You oh, know? just like, in general, not yeah, even doing Thanksgiving. Almost, like, right. like, I would, something would happen where right. I wouldn't Air travel. feel right. Right. Uh-huh. You know? So I couldn't even imagine right now. And you know what? It's ironic that we've been in a pandemic for so long because I have not gotten sick once this year. <laughs> you know? I have not been sick in like 18 months. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I, I'm serious, you know? And I expect one every 12 months. You know? I mean, it's true because I was reading something uh, recently where somebody was like, you know, how they love the distance people are keeping from each other during this pandemic. Because like when you're at the grocery store and you're in line before people will be breathing down your neck or they'll be like coughing or sneezing without covering their mouth. And, you know, and they were saying like, I am not getting sick. Like, just regular, like, sick, yeah, you yeah. know, not catching colds and stuff. And it's true. I mean, I'm, you know, I would think that, like, even the common cold, like, cases have gone down just because. But who knows? I mean, people are stupid, so I don't know. But 
but well yeah, said. no, it's 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 been. It was definitely a great idea, and yeah, we highly recommend it for people who have family that you know. I mean, I guess if you have family where you're like, nah, we don't want them in every family is different so yeah. you know it's not i guess it's not for everybody but you know it's yeah, good totally. it was fun you know yeah it was it, really it, fun it, it's i certainly didn't feel like mm-hmm. i had a diminished thanksgiving experience no it was like great it's yeah. like because like uh for somebody like your mom who you know has a lot of family that's you know, far away, and right. she doesn't get to see them like that often. Even without the pandemic, it's not like she goes and sees them every year or anything. You know, so I think she really got to see a lot of people that she hadn't seen in a while yeah. and talked to. And so, yeah, I, I, it's and even just people just dropping by, even if it was just just to say hi, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Um, since we are Thanksgiving is the topic, mm-hmm. I do want to ask you, mm-hmm. like, as somebody, you know, well, as yourself, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm going to put any qualifiers on you. I'm not going to give you any responsibility. <laughs> um, to represent any yeah. sort of a, uh-huh. What do you think about when you think about Thanksgiving? What does it mean to you? Like, just give me some general well, thoughts. For me, it was funny. It's funny because, uh... I follow this Japanese woman on Twitter who lives in New York, and I think she's she's lived in the U.S. for a long time. I don't know her personally, but, like, you know, I follow her, and she follows me too. But, like, um, so I don't know how long she's lived in the U.S., but I think for a while, you know. Um, And she uh, has, like, an American husband and everything, you know. And so she was saying... When she was uh, texting her friends or coworkers or something like Happy Thanksgiving, um, one of them said, basically kind of being like, it's not really, they were like, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving or like it's not Happy Thanksgiving because mm. of the indigenous people or something. Right. It was, and it was interesting because I, I texted Happy Thanksgiving to one of my friends and she said Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, which I was like, oh, I thought that was for Columbus Day, (laughs) you know, but like, I mean, but like, but I'm like, but I'll take it. It's fine, you know, Um, but so I get the sentiment, but uh, this Japanese woman was saying, you know, that like this person pointed this out to her, but at the same time, she's like, she understands that, but also I think she was saying for a lot of, I think the person she was texting with was black and her husband is also black and so she was saying how for a lot of black families it's kind of more they've adapted it more as like a family thing and mm-hmm. I don't think it's even just just for black families because at this point most people aren't like the real meaning of Thanksgiving and whatever it's it really is like family I mean maybe I don't Barbara know yeah she, she, she changed she she, she, she uh, switched up a little bit because I made a face but I don't disagree. But I, I feel but like I was just most, like I was processing. It was a process. Right, but like most people now for Thanksgiving, 
because it's not really like a religious holiday like Christmas and stuff like that. I mean, people make anything religious, but like, you know, um, it's, it, I think in modern America, it's about getting together with family and being thankful for whatever you're thankful for, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, as a kid, I wasn't really, I didn't have any particular feelings about Thanksgiving. I didn't love it or hate it or anything it was just interesting to me you know mm -hmm. because it is such an american holiday um and it's funny when because sometimes american people will be like think there's thanksgiving in other countries where i'm like that's how much it's become just a family thing because right. it's like why would it be anywhere else in the country i mean there's like canadian thanksgiving right. but it's like that, yeah. that's their own thing but it's not the same not day, the same day yeah. you know so it's just like whatever but but I personally, as an adult, it's my favorite holiday because I do love the Thanksgiving food, the very American Thanksgiving food, all the various foods. Like, I don't know why, I just love it, you know. Um, and in the past, we've done like Thanksgiving with friends where we've invited friends and we had like potlucks and stuff and it's been fun. So it's just for me... Um, it is one of my favorites, regardless of how big or small it is, um, because it is a time to get together and just eat, and that's it. You know, you don't have to bring presents. You know, there's no pressure of that kind of stuff, aside from the cooking and all that. And I, like, enjoy the cooking, so I like it. You know, uh, I'm actually surprised mm -hmm. that we're pretty much on coming from the same place uh -huh. as far surprised? as because i just thought that maybe <laughs> our perspectives might deviate somewhat mm -hmm. but uh you know i am like i said you know a little sjw mm -hmm. so-called woke boy or mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. you know um so of course i think about indigenous people mm -hmm. native american people mm -hmm. i don't celebrate thanksgiving as a celebration of manifest destiny. Right, right, right. Uh, I, you know, I, I find that to be repulsive. Yeah. Honestly, um, and I'm really more about the food as well. That's why it's also my favorite holiday. <laughs> yeah. And my other favorite holiday is probably St. Patrick's Day, which right. is also another racist holiday somewhat. <laughs> um, but I like the corned beef. I like the food. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the beer, I mean. Yeah, and yeah, um, but, you know, what I think about is I do think about Native Americans. Mm -hmm. And I think that the thing that I think about the most is I think about the stereotypes mm -hmm. that we have applied to Native Americans over mm -hmm. the times. Mm -hmm. And I think about the media that we have presented mm -hmm. with respect to Native Americans has been really demeaning mm -hmm. and disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Um there was two stages of it. There was it was demeaning, disrespectful, uh -huh. and then it was just erasure. Like right, we, we don't talk about. They're it so anymore. marginalized. There's no, yeah, yeah. there's no media, and um, I would definitely say that the genocide mm -hmm. of Native Americans mm -hmm. is ongoing. Mm -hmm. uh, when you oh, see yeah. things like the Keystone pi Pipeline, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or how um, college football teams mm -hmm. are bringing COVID to Native American reservations mm -hmm. um, in order to play there. Uh, 
you know, it's wrong mm-hmm. to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I always think back to when I used to watch like TV, like the Lone Ranger. I watched these mm-hmm. westerns, you know, mm-hmm. these cowboys and Indians, mm-hmm. you know, type of shows. And do you remember what the greeting was for Native Americans? What they would always have Native Americans say? How? How? Mm-hmm. You know? And I always thought that's so funny to me. Right. Like, I'm like, this is the epitome of uh, whitewashing. Uh-huh. You know? Because literally the greeting mm-hmm. of a Native American is how. Right. That's not a greeting. It's a question. That's, that's a question. <laughs> You're saying how? How, white man? Yeah. Like, how you just gonna come into my country, take all my shit, murder my whole family? How? Mm-hmm. How you gonna just throw smallpox infested blankets on my kids? How? How is this America? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, 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 you wonder that stuff, you know? And so it's like, I'm like, man, I don't know if they were, if the people who created that were in on the joke, or if it is just something that they did, or if there is like actual roots of yeah, I don't know. some Native American tribe because Say Native that. Americans are culturally diverse. Right. You know, there are so many different tribes yes. with numerous languages, right. many of which are getting lost. Oh yeah. You know, or have been lost. Mm-hmm. Um and that's always been like the funniest thing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of like what I always think about when I think about Thanksgiving, you know, I can't, mm-hmm. there's always the specter mm-hmm. of we need to do better yeah. by people and what we don't need to be doing as, you know, we genuinely are in a crisis of liberties in this country mm-hmm. is uh, acting like our liberty is being violated mm-hmm. because government officials are asking us to take a year off from uh, Mima's yams or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just because we're trying to keep the hospitals not full of people. Right. And the funeral homes not overwhelmed yeah. with people. Mm-hmm. But... You know, it is what it is. And on that note, <laughs> isn't that a weird way to? You know, isn't, that a weird, isn't that a weird way? You know, you know, like whenever you get some shit on, and it is what it is. It's like, ah, man, you really, you really were a uh, Debbie Downer. You I mean, know? yeah, I mean, there was, there was some uh, text. I was texting my coworker today, and. She asked me something or she mentioned something and I was thinking about it and my answer in my mind, it was like, well, it is what it is. But before I could say it, she was like, it is what it is. And I was like, yeah, it really is what it is. I don't know what to, that's it. I agree. So we got two. No more can be said. Mm -hmm. Two quick questions on Thanksgiving. What is it? Oh, on Thanksgiving? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Uh, the people want to know. Do they? I think so. So, my answer has been 
stuffing slash dressing <laughs> because I mean maybe you eat it for thanks I mean Thanksgiving and Christmas but really you don't ever eat it any other time you know like turkey yes like I'm not cooking in the cooking a whole turkey any other time aside from Thanksgiving I guess you could make it for Christmas I don't think I've we've really we I think we've usually done ham or something for Christmas but I mean I guess you could but like you know I mean turkey you you're eating turkey right and just all the other stuff it's all good like it's all good I just like all of it honestly but to me the stuffing slash dressing is is Thanksgiving food you yeah. know I mean, that's the people's choice, right? Like, you would say, like... I think so. The people's choice has to be dressing. Yeah, because I was listening to a basketball podcast, actually. And you? Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> crazy, crazy. But, um, and I think this was, like, uh, taken right after Thanksgiving. So they're like, oh, how's your Thanksgiving or whatever? And they're, like, asking each other, you know, what's your favorite Thanksgiving? Same thing, thing? we're doing. Yeah. And they're saying stuffing. It's just like, what's there not to like? It's like bready stuff yeah. with, like, herbs and spices. Right? You know, like, wh why wouldn't you like that? Fantastic. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, like, it's Absolutely. fucking delicious. And it just, you have it and you just eat it with all the stuff on the plate. Yeah, I like when everything like, mashes together yeah. into a goop of everything. Yeah, I know like there's some some people are very like against food touching very, other food. Segregationist when it comes to that. Right. Yeah. But it's just like with Thanksgiving I get I feel like you got it. We didn't have it this year, but like cranberry sauce, you you know I, I did miss the cranberry sauce. Yeah the I was cranberry surprised that I missed it. Yeah. I'm really super big on it but I still missed it. Yeah the cranberry sauce so like the cranberry sauce. You get the, the one cranberry yeah 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 so for me one of my first Thanksgivings, like, you know, when I was a kid, uh, when I first came to the U.S., you know, it's like, I don't fucking know what Thanksgiving is. And when I came to the U.S., I was <laughs> in, yeah, I was in second grade. I mean, I wasn't having that exact attitude. But when I was in second grade, uh, we had this thing in my class where it's just like for every, I don't know if it was like a monthly thing or if it was just like for uh, holidays, but we had to make like, they would give us like a printout of words and you cut them out and then you make a page for each word and you illustrate it basically to describe what it is. So it's like Halloween, you know, and I was like, what's Halloween? Because back in nowadays in Japan, they'll do like Halloween. But back in the day, we didn't know about Halloween, you know. And so there would be like Halloween, like jack-o'-lantern, pumpkin. And I had to like figure out what this means, you know. And I was like, what is this? I don't, I don't know what jack-o'-lantern is. And my mom was there and she would like look it up and she's like, oh, I think it's a pumpkin. And I'm like, what's the difference between a jack-o'-lantern and a pumpkin? Why are they two different things? And she's like, I don't know. And I, and I think I didn't really understand at the time. <laughs> What's the difference between a jack-o'-lantern and a pumpkin is a funny-ass question. But, like, for somebody who just doesn't know the... Imagine not knowing the concept of Halloween and they're like, illustrate a jack-o'-lantern, now illustrate a pumpkin. I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know, it's... It, I, don't, I don't want to get into it. But for Thanksgiving, you know, they there was, like, we had to do one for Thanksgiving and it would say like Mayflower, Pilgrims, like 
stuff like that yeah. and like Turkey and whatever. Yeah, you know? see, I don't even think about that shit. I, yeah, I don't, I but totally, like... I erased Pilgrims. Right, right, right. But like, I mean, this Pilgrims. is school. This is like... I'm in the second grade in the 80s, okay? So this is what the kind of stuff... Like, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock? Yeah, so... so Plymouth so, Rock landed on us! <laughs> so they're like... So Mayflower, my mom is telling me, like, she's just, like, looking it up in her little dictionary, too. And she's like, uh, it's a ship. Draw a ship. And I'm like, ship? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, Pilgrim, yeah. she's like, ah, I don't know. And I know, like, we're, like, looking at other people drawing the thing with the people wearing the hat, weird hats and uh, shit. Anyway, so my friend, my best friend... Pilgrims were a fashion disaster, but keep going. Yeah, I mean, they were, uh, what do you call it? Protestant? Yeah. Or yeah. were they... Uh... Yeah, they were Protestants. Okay. But, um, but I'm, like... I'm, I'm out of my... Uh, so my, my friend, my, my best friend, <laughs> my best friend at the time, like growing up, you know, she just lived down the street. And then you're just... You, if you live down the street and you're the same age, we're best friends. You know, that's how it works yep. when you're a kid, right? And so she was my best friend. And she taught me a lot about American culture. And her, uh, she would invite our family to Thanksgiving or, or their family would invite us. So that's where I, I like, because of her, that's why I even know about American Thanksgiving food. Because if we didn't have her, I think we just not we won't we wouldn't do anything because my parents even though they live in Atlanta Thanksgiving they're not doing Thanksgiving food you know they're just I think they made sukiyaki my mom was like <laughs> yeah my mom was like we're making sukiyaki um and so she, just whatever you know and you hear about other like um people who've lived in the U.S. but they're not their parents aren't, like, American or whatever, and they're eating just, like, random shit, you know? So well, they're yeah, not I mean, necessarily doing, like, this American Thanksgiving dinner. You know, so thanks to my friend, I know about the canned cranberry sauce. But at the time, I was like, what am I looking at? Because right. I, because it'll be sliced and, like, you never eat an actual cranberry, like a raw cranberry. I think it's because it's just way too, like... Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. And so I'm just looking at this thing, and I'm like, what what it what is it? And then just fucking slicing it. And I'm like, what is it? I'm still like, what is this? And they're like, oh yeah, put it on your plate and you eat it together. I'm like, all right. And I'd be eating it year after year being like, I don't fucking know what this is, you know? Um, and then I found out that's what it was, you know? Um, so the canned cranberry thing is, has a special place in my heart. Um, and it was interesting to me because like my mom, uh, this year was like because I sent her a picture of like the food we were eating my plate and she was like you know maybe I should try making some of this American Thanksgiving food uh, next year or something like that you know um, because she was like kind of interested she was like "Ooh, it looks good I'm interested I bet your mom would do a good job she, she probably would yeah because I was like I made one of the things I made was mac and cheese and she was like I've never made mac and cheese, and I've only had it, like, several times in my life. And I was like, what? <laughs> but, Bruh. yeah, I was like, dude, get uh, on it. Right? Yeah. So, is what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Uh, Sorry for being super long. No, nah, it was fun. That was fantastic. We're talking about Thanksgiving food. I got <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Thanksgiving food, uh -huh. well... I like the assortment, you know, because I really like my dad's greens. 
Oh yeah, you know, so good. Yeah. My dad makes some fantastic collard oh, greens. You know, oh. I don't know how he makes because he's from he's uh he's, he's not even the one that's from the south. He's a he's a first generation American, and I don't even know if I can call him that because I feel like he was born on a boat from Jamaica <laughs> to America. America, don't come for him. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, but um, he's first generation American, and he is a technically a New Yorker. Right. Who was raised in, in LA. LA. Right. So I'm like, the fuck you know about collard greens? Right. I know. Like, you know what I mean? But how long has he been well, doing this? Well but his mother <laughs> uh-huh. is I wanna say is from North or South Carolina. Oh okay. So you that can understand sense. like all right, yes. so we're we're getting somewhere okay. here. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I like my dad's greens, yes. but That's good. I really, you know, like the whole combination. Mm-hmm. But what I think about more is any uh, than anything mm-hmm. is this year. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna believe it, guys. I saw a tweet and I was triggered. Me, <laughs> yeah, I know. Who, who the fuck it? Wow. Yeah, uh, and some guy was like talking about how you know, the benefits of not having to go see your family on Thanksgiving. Right, uh-huh. And he said not having to eat that dry-ass turkey. Um, and I was like, you're telling on yourself, bro, because we have elevated the turkey game very thoroughly in the past, like, 15 years or so. At least, certainly, when social media took off. Like, the, uh... The knowledge. Yeah, the turkey zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was you know had expanded to uh, the general consciousness. Yes, you know, and there are so many ways to make a delicious turkey. I haven't had a bad turkey in about ten years. Yeah, you can brine a turkey. Brine that shit. You can dry brine a turkey. Mm-hmm. These are both going to be moist ass turkeys. Yep. Uh, and the uh, magnum opus mm-hmm. for us, like there's no better turkey, is my cousin. He's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. He makes a jerk turkey. Yeah. He, you know, I don't want to say he jerks a turkey. <laughs> but, yeah, no, don't say that. <laughs> I mean, but that's what he does. Like, and that shit I mean, he is jerks a turkey a... like, no, like nobody's business. <laughs> you know? And no like, part of that. jerks a turkey like Baron. I'm going to call him my name. Baron. Wow. And Baron. Not, no part of that turkey is dry. Yeah, yeah. It's a wet turkey. It's a yeah. moist turkey. I, I don't know. I don't even know which description is worse, but it's all delicious. Like it's it's, it's the best turkey. Yeah, that you, that no, it's I have delicious. Ever it's good. Had. It's so flavorful. Yeah, and so to me, like that's one of the like I don't feel comfortable asking him to make one mm-hmm. because it seems like so much work. But yeah. he made jerk chicken yeah. for us this mm-hmm. year yeah. um, because we didn't want to ask him to do that much work, even mm-hmm. though I'm sure he would have done it. Yeah, you know, and then. My cousin Tamara, mm-hmm. she comes from cooking. She's a, a yeah. and she's a, a caterer. Her whole family knows how to make delicious food. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that I could, you know, eat her food. I know she's I really, in Arkansas, I really even when she came to visit to. last time, yeah. somehow we ended up making her cook <laughs> some food and for Christmas, delicious. right? Yeah, yeah, it was delicious. Yeah, yeah. So you know, another note about the the dry ass turkey comment. Imagine, imagine that life. You know, it's. Funny because I had the same experience as you with that comment, but on this podcast, on this basketball podcast where they're talking about Thanksgiving. And so this was 
I'll name names too. This was Zach Lowe, okay? The low post by Zach Lowe, okay? The nerdiest. <laughs> like one you of the to exactly. No, 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 no. Whoa, are you serious? No. Well, let me slam No. No, I will not allow you. No, I will not allow Zach Lowe slander regarding this topic because, because he was talking to, I believe it was Kevin Arnovitz, okay, um, <laughs> and they were exchanging whatever, and they weren't agreeing on what they like about Thanksgiving food and whatever, whatever, right, and. And then I think Kevin Arnovitz said something about like, ah, but you know, like turkey, it's dry. I think you know, like why do we keep eating turkey? It's dry. Blah blah blah. Wow, and, wow. and then Zach Lowe was like, uh 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 uh. He was like, turkey does not have to be dry, and he fucking stood up for moist turkeys. He's like, turkeys if they're prepared right can be. I'm gonna use the word that people hate. Moist. Okay, he said this, and so I was driving. Okay, I was driving to uh, pick up some stuff at at the office, and I was listening to this. And I mean, I might have even took my hands off the wheel. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> but I was like, yes. I was like, you tell him, Zach. I was like, you tell him, Zach. Stand up for moist turkeys. Oh, uh, and so. So oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Funny. So, right. well, exactly. Look, hey. I misjudged you. Yeah. You feel like a dry turkey guy to nope. me? No. Nope. Because I just feel like I can understand where you're coming from with that. I but feel he like he tucks his shirt in before bed. But that's how I feel. Hey, you know, like you might be right, but he ha his turkey take was correct. Yes, his turkey take yes. was correct. Yes. Hashtag turkey takes. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> let's. All right. We want to, this, this was supposed to be a short question. We got really? excited. Okay. Yeah. Because I have one more question. Oh. About this topic. Mm -hmm. I want to know, what do you think, what types of beers oh. do you think pair well mm -hmm. with Thanksgiving foods? I mean, I think it just, it probably depends on what you're eating, but I would say... Like I feel like maybe like an amber or something mm. could work. Mm. You know, something malty maybe. Mm. What do you think? Well, I was gonna say malty first. Yes, absolutely. So an amber uh -huh. would be good. Uh huh. And like, I, <laughs> ironically, mm -hmm. I think that Thanksgiving food uh -huh. would pair perfectly with Oktoberfest beers. I think so too. And um, Larsen. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The Merzen would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And what I had mm -hmm. with Thanksgiving was were some very hoppy beers. Yeah. And those are really good too. I think that the bolder of the lighter beers uh -huh. are the perfect pairings with Thanksgiving food, but I don't necessarily maybe if the, like like with the darker beers, mm -hmm. I think that the that, that, that as crazy as you want to go is like a porter because a porter is still gonna not it's still gonna not be it's still gonna have that maltiness right but it's not gonna be like overwhelming like a stout it's not gonna eat the flavor mm -hmm. in my opinion of the food I think that it will still I feel mesh like maybe well you can move to a porter 
for dessert. Interesting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. If you have like you know? a pork. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even though, like, with some for vanilla me, ice cream, like a pie. I don't um, like beer with, with sweets. No, no, it's true. It's, like you probably with, shouldn't, yeah. just because there is beer is actually really sugary already. Right. But you could, you could. We didn't do this, but you could do like a beer float if you yeah. really if you really want to get into it, you know, like do a like a you could do a coffee porter with vanilla ice cream in there. Yeah. Why not, you yeah. know? But I think like but I'm not really like thinking like the crisper the more like right. the pilsner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, beers. I think it's like something... sure. It's like it's going to like it's, it's going to work, yeah. but it's not going to pair. Right. Pairing is different. It's yeah. Like it's just going to be a beer that you have because mm -hmm. you're drinking some beer. Mm -hmm. But if you want to pair flavors, I think that you want to go multi. Like, like yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 like an amber, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you were saying, or mm -hmm. something along those lines. Yeah, like a brown ale. Like yeah. A ale. Yeah, a brown ale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, something like that, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Something that's, it, yeah, like hoppy doesn't necessarily like seem like the. The best pair. I mean, it probably could go well with something you're having, possibly, but in general, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, may I ask you? Yes. What made you want to drink? Yes. So, so you know, we watch shows together, but we also watch shows like our own shows sometimes. And so I recently started watching, I think I only watched maybe like four episodes so far, but I've been wanting to watch uh, Anne with an E, <laughs> I think that's what it's called, <laughs> on Netflix. Uh, and what that is, <clears throat> is it's Anne of Green Gables, a, and they did a Netflix show. And I think there's three seasons so far. And I don't know if it was officially canceled, but I know that there's, you know, whenever there's like a series, people are like, save whatever show, you know? And so I guess, I don't know if it was canceled, but maybe it was because people are like, we need this fourth season because apparently the way the last episode of the third season ended, it was kind of like, wait, you can't just end here, you know? So... I don't know. I haven't got that far at all. I'm still in season one. But it's basically Anna Green Gables. And Anna Green Gables was one of my favorite books growing up. I used to be an avid reader uh, as a kid. Um, partly because it was very encouraged in my household. And uh, when we moved to the U.S. when I was uh, seven years old... My grandfather, who was also a very avid reader, he sent us, like, volumes of books, you know, Japanese books, because he was like, oh, it's not going to be easy to get a hold of Japanese books. Not that he was saying, like, you should not read Amer English books or anything, no, but, but he was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. he was like, well, you know, like, you'll get the English books here, but, like here's some Japanese books. So he would send, like, that must have fucking cost a fortune. I think he shipped it, like, on a ship, on a boat. But books are fucking heavy. And he would send, like, entire... Hit you with a pallet. Yeah, no, seriously. Because it was literally, it would be, you know, 
children's、uh, literature or something, and it'll be like Anne of Green Gables. It'll be like Little Women. It'll be you know classics basically, classics for、uh, written for children that are you know translated into Japanese, whatever. And he would have the whole fucking series, which you would only really see at like libraries or like at a school library,、right. you know. And so we had this、um, in my house, and so I was very fortunate. So I was like, just I didn't read all the books,、mm-hmm. only the ones that I was like, hmm, this sounds interesting. But I would like, but Anne of Green Gables was one of my favorites, and I, I read it several times. And I realized actually watching the show. That I never read it in English,、mm. you know. So some of the, a lot of the things, I'm like, oh, that's how it is in the original English form, you know.、Um, it's actually a Canadian.、Uh, it's actually Canadian. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't.、No. Yeah, it's Canadian.、Uh, the author's Canadian, and it takes place on an island called Prince Edward Island in Canada. Um, and it's it takes place at like you know early twentieth century, you know. So it's kind of interesting to me having read the book and just enjoying it as like a, as a child, kind of through the eyes of Anne. But now watching it, the way they kind of did the show is, I mean, I haven't read the original book, so maybe there's more of it in the original book compared to what I read as a child, but like. So much like they kind of depict because Anne's an orphan, you know, and she's kind of had to be in、uh, foster care or like work for these families who have like fucking ton of kids, like taking care of babies and shit, and then getting beaten for like not doing the right thing or whatever, you know. And so like none of that is like was really in the book that I read, you know. But they kind of they have flashbacks in the show where she's. Has having like traumatic、uh, flashbacks, you know, and she's she's a child still, you know, so she would have these like, I'm like, wow, like she was really traumatized, and it's like, yeah, like of course she's traumatized. She's a fucking orphan, you know, and but I never really thought about it like that, you know,、yeah. as a kid because you don't know about that kind of trauma, you know. So it's like it's been really interesting and eye opening、uh, seeing it. From that perspective, and then at the same time, you see、um, kind of the struggles because she gets adopted by this、uh, sister and brother. They're like older, like they're in their fifties or sixties or something like that. They're older and they were never married, and so they don't have kids. But they live on a farm in rural、uh, Canada, and they're getting old, so they need people to help. And so they adopted a boy. They thought they adopted a boy, but then. Some mistake, and they adopt a girl. So that's how she ends up there, right?、Mm. Yeah, and so, and so the the Matthew, who's the brother, he takes a liking to her right away. But he's like really quiet, you know. But he really kind of gets her, you know. So they they are like kindred spirits, you know. And so he, like, I think he was just like enamored by. Just the person that she is, you know, and that's why he was just like, "Shit, we are supposed to have a boy, and this is a girl." But he was just like, "Uh," and she, he doesn't even say say like, "This is a mis- mistake" or anything. He's just like, takes her home because he can't be like, 
nah, like you got to go back. Right. You know, <laughs> so he's just like, uh, I don't know what to say because they he's appreciate just appreciate that guy. Yeah, so he's just fucking some takes. Yeah, and then like in in the show they show like this long trip because this is all like uh, he has like a carriage, you know, it's fucking far from the station to the house, like hours of a drive, and she's fucking talking the whole time, and he just. You could tell he just is just like, wow, like she's so interesting, you know? She's just like, wow, you know? So by the end of the trip, he's just like, like, yeah, like enamored by her. I but, do love the precocious character. Yeah. And so, but, but, but Marilla, who is the sister, is like, she's just like, what the fuck? You know, she's more stern and very like realistic and shit like that. But like in the show, what was interesting to me as far as I seen, and I think there's more of, even more uh, of, of progress and growth on each of their parts but like she this is kind of like the beginning it's like you know early 20th century where it's like women's uh movement is happening right the the uh what do you call it suffrage mm -hmm. women's suffrage and stuff like that so she starts kind of realizing because she's just growing you know like living on a farm never being married doing the house stuff and whatever you know and she through and she's kind of exposed to younger mothers who are like you know women should be more educated and this and that she she's just kind of like shit like I didn't even have that choice or didn't realize I had that choice you know so like it's been interesting seeing the show having loved the book but never seeing that side of it and like I feel like they so far as I, far as I can tell they did a great job of really kind of digging deep into each character and the time of the story and really kind of picking up on a lot more of what's going on aside from just the just the narrative of the story so watching it i think i actually was drinking wine <laughs> one time when i was watching this show but How dare you <laughs> i don't think we had beer and I had bought wine and that's why I was like, ah, I'm just gonna drink this one. But it was, it, it was nice, you know, and I look forward to watching more. You know, uh, I feel like we've kind of been, you know, we watch a lot of things together, mm -hmm. but we've been watching our own separate things mm -hmm. and then both getting windows into what the other person is watching right. and the whole thing. Yeah. So I've gotten a few windows mm -hmm. into Anne with an E mm -hmm. and I'll be honest. Like I was like, "Oh, I'll totally watch this." Really? Because no, yeah, yeah, no, because whoever mm -hmm. that young actress is, oh yeah, she's who plays fantastic. Anne. She's phenomenal. She, like yeah. she, she's she, she's carrying mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, no, it's, it's and it's uh even just the lines alone because she talks a lot. It's funny because we recently uh -huh. we finally saw. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, we did. Uh huh. And there was a girl mm -hmm. in that movie mm -hmm. who kind of reminded me of that actress mm -hmm. because you know, like child actors mm -hmm. tend to not be children. Right. They just tend to be in a child's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. they uh -huh. were they were never granted the opportunity to be children because mm -hmm. they were exploited right, right away right. as labor. Right. You know. Right. Um, <clears throat> To serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember, uh, you know, I was kind of creeped out. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think by design. By 
what? Uh, uh, when I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, oh, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. by the, the girl, the uh, intelligence uh -huh. and awareness, uh -huh. and also just uh, you know, some of the things that, that the girl was saying, right? You know, like how she, how like when uh, if anyone's seen the movie, um, DiCaprio it plays an actor mm -hmm. in the movie who, who feels was, washed up. Yeah, and he was doing this scene with her, mm -hmm. and he really got into the scene yeah to the point where he was holding the little girl mm -hmm. and he threw her onto the ground <laughs> uh, -huh. uh very very hard yeah. you know yeah. like method acting right you know and so after the scene he was like i'm sorry mm -hmm. and she was like no it's fine mm -hmm. i have elbow pads on and <laughs> i constantly i i practice falling right and i was like that's weird dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but like i was like that's totally you know, a picture into mm -hmm. this lifestyle. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And, but I kind of, like, um, got the other side of it mm -hmm. from seeing the mm -hmm. young lady mm -hmm. in Anne with an E uh -huh. who has so much gravitas mm -hmm. and clearly is a master actress mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. um, and so it was, it, and I was compelled. Right. You know, right. by her performance, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I I can't take my eyes off her. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to see what she's going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was it was pretty fascinating to kind of witness. Yeah. Like that it's... aspect of it just from, you know, because I don't know anything about Anne of Green Gables. I was yeah, not, you don't. <laughs> I was not reading this. Yeah. So, um, um, but it was fascinating just to see that yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? It still, it still drew me in. Right. Honestly, the casting in that movie—I mean, not movie show—like I watched the first episode and I was like, the fucking casting is on fucking point. The the casting of Anne. Right. You know, um, but the casting of Matthew and Marilla, Mar Mar like she's fucking perfect. You know, so. That alone, and like every everybody who's cast in it, I feel like has been like delivering as far as I've seen. So you know, I'm excited to kind of see where it goes. So what made me want to drink? Yes. You know. Sorry, I should be asking you. What made you want to drink, William? Hey. <laughs> I'm always making you ask the questions. Apologize. Um, well, I have not really been drinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, for about two weeks now, mm -hmm. uh, because I felt, you know, I was drinking a little too much, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I was justifying it because mm -hmm. uh, we live in hell. Yeah. So I was. You know, You're like, just like, what else am I gonna do? Yeah. yeah. So, but I promised. I, I, I told myself um, after the election mm -hmm. that I was gonna peel it back. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't based on the results yeah. because I felt that I would still be depressed anyway. Right. <laughs> but um, I thought, you know, I'm going to use this as a transitional period right. into regaining control mm -hmm. of my life mm -hmm. because uh, I am an adult with ADHD. Mm -hmm. um, I have difficulty uh, functioning in the world as it is designed. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm sure that as you hear me speak, you know that I'm an intelligent person. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, um, and I was, before the pandemic started, um, 
I was really starting to piece things together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm almost 40. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been, you know, uh, swimming mm-hmm. in water, but not knowing where the surface was right. uh, for my entire life. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what it's like to be an adult with ADHD mm-hmm. and to be a child with ADHD. For me personally, you know, um, I am privileged. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, uh, have had tons of therapy in childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been trained to understand how to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How to reconcile mm-hmm. my situation. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you really are, like, very self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, but I thought, you know, well... I was really, I was at my happiest uh-huh. uh, when I was starting to be able to piece together something that felt like discipline. Right. And when once, we started this project. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And also having, right, when we started this project, <laughs> this project the center of it, you know, yeah. and having uh, a sense of purpose. Right. Uh, which I felt that I lost when I lost my ability to travel. Right. Um, so. Or just go out in general. Yeah. yeah. So I hadn't been drinking really too much i drank thanksgiving mm-hmm. and that was pretty much it yeah and then we started kind of peeling back and today a little bit before thanksgiving yeah 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 yeah, yeah i wasn't drinking before thanksgiving but yeah. then i drank thanksgiving and then i hadn't been drinking then right. I drank yesterday right and today yeah for the for the podcast yeah first. uh so um what have i been doing with my time well i've been watching a lot of things like her but I've been uh, messing around with uh, Twitch a lot mm-hmm. and, you know, watching Twitch and also using Twitch. So I play a lot of video games, you mm-hmm. know, and I've been playing video games with my friends. Uh, and that's been, you know, like a really fun experience. Mm-hmm. Just kind of uh, Misa also sometimes does some Twitch. Mm-hmm. On my account, mm-hmm. uh, if you guys ever want to, you know, do some drink local Twitch, you know, uh, <laughs> we're, we're doing that, you know, we do that, you know, several times a week. Yeah. Uh, and we're glad to answer any questions. We talk about all kinds of things. Talk about beer. I mean, we're not doing a drink local yeah, it's not a drink Twitch. Local Twitch but, there, but... but beer questions are always, we're always open to beer questions. Hell yeah. We're always open to any kind of question. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite ones, this did make me want to drink. Uh-huh. It was actually watching you. Oh. Uh, create John Wick in uh, a character, which you're not, you're not I, done yet. I'm not done. Create John Wick in a character uh, creator. So people who've been following us know how much Misa loves John Wick. Have I talked about that on, on this podcast? I'm pretty sure people, people are aware. <laughs> because we, If we, you we, didn't we, know, we, now we, you know. Yeah, we must have talked about, you know. Um, must if, have. If I mention John Wick, then... She makes us marathon all three movies. Like I'm pretty sure we're gonna have to do it pretty soon. Um, yeah, maybe for <laughs> Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but it was really fun to just watch her and the people that were in the stream interacting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was on Neo Two. Yeah, Neo Two. Because they have like a character creator and a very very comprehensive right right creator. where like it'll be like the I don't know there'll be like five different things about the jaw right. or something and I'm like which part of the jaw am I adjusting right now you know like that's how detailed it is but at the same time like 
for, sorry to take over your no, thing. It's fine. But like the thing I was kind of tripping out on was that certain things it was just like so detailed, but then like I was like, wait, like you need more hairstyles. Come on, like you know yeah, what I mean? Do. There's yeah. like certain things where I was like, why wouldn't they have more of this? I feel like it's that would not be as hard, but like I don't know. Yeah. The hairstyle was the one that was kind of like you know, I was every character on. creator lacks something. Something. Yep. You know? Yep. But I think that uh, character creators and customization in mm -hmm. video games is such a fun element. Yeah, I know, for sure. But it was just really fun to interact with people uh -huh. and, you know, uh, engage in kind of, you know, something that feels like free play. Yes. With people uh, talking to them. So I've kind of been doing that. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, that makes me want to drink. And even with not drinking, mm -hmm. you know, it's still been, you know, a very entertaining time. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. But let me tell you something about uh, getting away from excess. Uh -huh. <laughs> when you start to do things in moderation, uh -huh. it's it's better. <laughs> um, it's better it's right. better because like these beers are so good they're good you know and i really am able to you know inundate myself in the flavors yeah and and, and the the thing that's great about the podcast doing for us to do this podcast is because we get to taste you know, like we're tasting three different beers. Whereas if we're just drinking on a just regular evening, it's more likely that we're not tasting all kinds of different beers. Right. We're like getting a four pack or a six pack right. or whatever, you know, and we're just drinking that one beer, you know, which it's fine. But also like it's a totally different experience when you're just drinking and it's the drinking versus because tasting. You tasting know? Yeah. is engaging right. in a dialogue totally. with beer. Right. Okay. Right. And that's what really, I hope that you can hear the city behind this. That's beautiful, <laughs> beautiful sound. Motorcycle. But yeah, but that's really something that fundamentally matters, I think, for uh, craft beer culture. Yeah. is the uh, dialogue, you know, because mm -hmm. it's very much like wine tasting, where yeah. you're really just having a dialogue with beer, you're educating yourself, you're learning things, right? and that's what this feels like, and having taken that time mm -hmm. to kind of peel it back a little bit, right. I find myself really engaged right. with this dialogue that I'm having with these beers yeah. right now, and the few beers that I've had in mm -hmm. the past couple of days, like yesterday, we had Alpine mm -hmm. beers. Mm -hmm. And Alpine is a legendary brewery. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a brewery that it's hard to get to. It's mm -hmm. in some mountain area near, uh, like... Uh, I think it's near Temecula, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think it's... But it got bought by Green Flash Brewery, and that's why their distribution yeah, got a lot yeah. more regular and became... You see, at widespread. least, like, the core, their core beers. Right. Right. Yeah. So we drank an Alpine Hoppy Birthday, which mm -hmm. I believe is a hoppy pale ale. 
Yeah, pale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just absolutely fantastic. Just absolutely clutch. Just a really, really good beer. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really like to be able to drink beer for beer's sake rather than drink beer for drinking's sake. That's what I have learned from kind of peeling it back. So, oh, I'm totally off on Temecula. It's not near Temecula. Where, where is it? It's a, it's an alpine. <laughs> Makes uh, sense. It's an alpine, which is like um, east. Is this San Diego County? Uh, possibly. I don't know how big San Diego County is, but it's it's east of San Diego. So it's like inland, you know, but it's very east. So it's past like. El Cajon, you know, um, and it, yeah, it is kind of by mountains. We never been there, but maybe one day, but it, it is, uh, closer to San Diego than Temecula because Temecula is further north. Mm. Yeah. Temecula is kind of more between LA and San Diego mm. and a little bit inland, but uh, Alpine is just east of San Diego. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you have access to it, mm -hmm. but have we received any questions or comments? Um, I wanna... don't at the moment. Okay. Well, we know that people are reaching out to us mm -hmm. and we want to follow up with you. So we will be following up with you next time. Yes. We definitely want to say thank you mm -hmm. to everyone who has continued to listen to us. This mm -hmm. is our 21st episode. Yes. I believe. Look at that. I'm pretty sure it is. So now we it is. Are, it is. I checked. Yeah, we are officially of drinking age. Yes. And we want to keep this going. Mm -hmm. We will, you know, this won't be our last podcast of the year. No. We'll try to get a few more in. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we are very, yes. Bec very thankful. Because, what do you know, NBA season is back. Oh, So, snap. you know, I'm thinking we should do one kind of talking about that. I don't know how many people are interested, but we'll talk about it anyway. Who fucking cares? We want to talk about it. Hey, people listen to these things. I should say who fucking cares. We care. Who are talking. We care. You know? We care about you so, guys. Yeah, well, you know. Um, well, we like basketball as much as, you know, we love beer and we also like basketball. But yeah. Another thing. So, but we'll but talk the, about it. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, you know, yes. I do just want to talk about some things that I'm thankful for. Mm -hmm. You know, and of course, I'm thankful for our ability to collaborate on this project together. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thankful mm -hmm. for the people who have been listening to us, yes. the people who have dropped in, people who have dropped out. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to stay with us, but we appreciate when you do. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, you know, because we we haven't been as consistent, but we appreciate anybody who is, you know, yeah, still like, oh, look. Absolutely. Like, we are 100% doing this because this is, we, we, we love this culture. We do. We love this community. We love mm -hmm. beer. Mm -hmm. So, we just want to say thanks. You know, that's mm -hmm. all. And Thank you. Yeah, on that note. Mm -hmm. I do want to give people the shout out. So I hope that you are ready today. Uh, 
on Try me. ye old internet, where uh -huh. can they find us? Oh boy. www. Dot Darling. <laughs> drink local dot T V. Wow. As in Villium. <laughs> I was like Valentine's, but like <laughs> I mean that just seems like a whole different season. Yes. V. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like all of Victor. The, Victor is good because I had a vasectomy and I was like, that's not <laughs> It's not great. Not a great V word. I think people say V as in Victor. I think that's the kind had, of standard. I had V Stiviano. Wow. No. Um, I didn't, like, I just don't have good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> moving on. V words. <laughs> um, Vacation. Yeah, because there, there are some good ones I'm thinking of. But I'm getting in trouble. Um, uh, Drink local dot tea. V as in Victor. There you go. And where can they find us on Twitter? At DrinkLocalTV. Where can they find us on Instagram? At DrinkLocalTV as in valedictorian. Wow, that's a fantastic one. <laughs> I was nervous. I was nervous. Why? What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even know what I was going to say until I said it. <laughs> um, Off the cuff. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, we'll see you guys next time. And when we do, you know, it'll be fun. Yep. But until then, bottoms up. Bottoms up.